This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Make me harder. Make me lose my breath. Make me water. Uh, that's our powerhouse superstar Tyler uh, coming through there with water. This is a particular song uh, that saw her uh, winning uh, that Grammy, uh, uh, becoming the first or the youngest uh, South African to really uh, score uh, that gong uh, there uh, and really coming through uh, with one successful single uh, to date uh, that has uh, more or less uh, crossed uh, really nations uh, and you saw people doing the dance and the water challenge um, and uh, you see even <laughs> this past week President Cyril Ramaphosa doing the water challenge right so that tells you of how big uh, then Tyler has gone to really be or become as one artist that has done us proud on world stages and this is how we go into our power zone entertainment rap right a new feature that we are introducing to you this morning and the guy for this is Matumi Sukumise, who's an entertainment commentator who joins us between now and 2.30, where we'll look at different uh, you know, developments, uh, news coming out of the entertainment space, and also try by all means to set you off uh, for uh, the weekend to come in terms of what to do, where to go, and really uh, things to look out for uh, in this particular space. Remember, that we're on 0861-987-000 this morning. You're welcome to rally behind the hashtag PowerZone uh, with us and Matomi and we'll also be looking forward to uh, getting your calls on 0861-987-000. Matomi Dumela Mona, good morning. Welcome to the show. So much, thank you so much. Thank you so much for welcoming me on the show. It is a great pleasure to be on the show with uh, the legend. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but to me, it's, it's always exciting, man, uh, because we're going to be talking entertainment. Uh, we're going to be going into some of those news that make people feel so happy. Uh, and we're going to be also sparking debates in terms of where uh, we found we find ourselves. I mean, I just played that song, Aya Tyler uh, Water. And one would say it became somewhat of a, even a national anthem uh, where the young, the old, everyone rallying behind that water challenge. Uh, you know, people twerking and the likes. Bacardi uh, becoming uh, one, uh, you know, genre that she is so proud to say that, ah, ah, ke Bacardi. You know, that is uh, the dance and everything else when people are trying to more or less uh, subject it to twerking. And uh, we see her really dominating uh, world stages. Was it a surprise to you that she uh, went on to win a Grammy here? Uh, to me, it is a great surprise, you know, because... Um, uh, at first, as for me, at first, I thought Taylor is from America, but then when I did my research, I found out that Taylor is from South Africa, and that uh, thing made me see that in South Africa there is uh, a lot of talent. And and one thing for sure is that one song, 
just one song maybe tailored to win a Grammy Award. So this shows that if you are if you are an artist, one song can change your life. So it's for me this is a great, great, great achievement for Taylor. That, like this song of Water uh, made people dance, made people tag. Uh, like on socials, people all they do is Water cha- cha- challenge. So I think this is the main reason why uh, Taylor. Uh, uh, got an opportunity to win the Green Award. Yeah, and also looking at the fact that uh, she's young, all right? Uh, she is one person that is dynamic, uh, coming into uh, this space with a, a a new feel, you know, a fresh feel of music, approach to music, uh, something that is different, right? A fusing of my piano, or you pick up elements of R&B in her, and then you see the way she dances as well. It's like everything just balances uh, together, uh, knowing very well that, you know, to date we see her having started her career in the year 2015 uh, but that just one song uh, just blew up and saw her uh, coming out victorious and winning a Grammy not just a win for her alone but also a win for South Africa it is a great win for South Africa because now in South Africa, I know two people who have Green Awards. So we have Blakoff and Taylor. And Taylor is a young woman. So this uh, award, when Taylor won this Green Award, uh, Taylor going to motivate other artists that, like, if you work hard, you can achieve this. Uh, I remember that Taylor is young. I was surprised when I heard about Taylor age and I noticed that she's very, very young, but then she achieved and this achievement. Uh, it is a great asset to uh, the nation of uh, South Africa. Beautiful was the fact that uh, we hear as well that she's the first woman, all right, uh, to win a Grammy Award at uh, the age uh, that she's in uh, the age of 2022 20, uh, so that tells you that she is a, a one person that uh, really is, is is has made history uh, when you look at where uh, we are as a nation and where we are as the globe uh, and and we see her also getting recognized even here at home first through the south african music awards uh, do you reckon that maybe probably uh, that uh, was somewhat of an indication that this is one person Uh, that is going to dominate world stages that uh, we need to see people uh, getting recognized here at home first uh, through the South African Music Awards uh, so that when we see them getting appreciated there uh, by the world, it's not a surprise. Uh, To me, it is a great surprise because uh, I think the reason why Taylor was well-known and uh, maybe a reason why Taylor ended up on the big stages, I think it's because of the support that the South Africans were giving her. Remember, they made sure that the song trend before before the song reached maybe Nigeria, America, the song started to trend at South Africa. So people make sure that every day on TikTok, they make challenges, Facebook challenges, so that the song can be well known. So I think uh, this thing of saying charity start at home, it is what the South Africans have did uh, for Taylor. 
Yeah, man, let's wait and see. I mean, this is a lovely way to start the year for her. I saw, you know, her just talking about how she's even gotten offers now to move overseas and, you know, more or less push her career there. Do you think that would then be a great idea here, Matumi, for someone to more or less further their wings and spread them into the globe in terms of one having to move to the United States or you reckon that she should stay here you know more or less gather the ground continue being here still dominating the world stages but doing it uh, well here in South Africa because uh, the reason why I'm asking that is because we've seen artists right that have moved uh, you know to the United States of America and then often you see them coming back home um, you know and you know to push uh, their you know careers at this side I mean at, at the top of my head I, I, I can't tell you uh, that confidently I have an artist in mind that I can say moved to the US when their career was blowing up and then they, they are still there uh, today and flourishing. So do you think that uh, really it would then do her good as a, a person that is in this particular space uh, to then consider having to move overseas? Uh, moving to America, I don't think it's a great idea because now... If she moved to America, it means that it shows that uh, she's going to show people that um, if I'm moving to America, it means that she's going to be abandoning the, the South African people. So I, I'm thinking that if she goes to America, she must go there just to, uh, just to get featured on the, on, uh, by big artists like Nicki Minaj, Beyonce. She can go there just to get featured, not to move there uh, to stay. Because the moment when she goes there, at America, there is a lot of competition. Remember, at America, there are a lot of talented uh, singers and there are a lot of talented singers who sing like her. Remember that in uh, R&B, uh, the style that she used, it is mostly used at America. So at America, she's not going to have a chance to shine because there at America, there are a lot of people uh, who make this, this kind of music she makes. But then in South Africa, uh, maybe there is uh, 5% or 2% of people who make that kind of music that Taylor makes. Yeah, no, let's just hope she doesn't move there uh, to America because at America, uh, then we won't see her uh, getting the best out of that particular space, uh, like you say, but uh, you know, you're right to say uh, we often tend to see artists uh, getting lost uh, in the entire system here uh, when they tend to move into spaces like America. And that is when then we don't get a sense of uh, what you're doing there when you're in America and how then would want to see you uh, flourishing and still pushing and remaining, uh, you know, uh, more or less solid on the roots that have or influenced your music when you came into uh, this particular space. But a reminder to our listeners at home uh, that my guest uh, this morning is Matome Sihumise. He's our uh, entertainment commentator, uh, just giving us a sense of uh, the latest coming out of the entertainment space. Uh, this is our Power Zone entertainment rap feature uh, where we look at uh, the developments we within uh, this particular space. We're on 0861-987-000. We're also there uh, by X. We're reading behind the hashtag uh, PowerZone uh, this morning. I want Asmatome to move, uh, you know, to this particular story. I mean, we saw 
this particular back and forth, right, in terms of who then is right, in terms of who then owns the song, who then owns the artist who becomes that person that has intellectual copyright for this particular song. Of course, DJ Maporisa being one that is in the center of this particular storm, whereby we saw him claiming ownership of artist songs recorded in his studio, saying that you're using my electricity, I'm buying you Nando's or buying you food, and then you record in my studio, I'm going to keep that material, that is my material. This sparked a debate on social media. We saw even, uh, um, uh, we saw, uh, we saw, um, uh, Prince KB uh, Gabel also coming in, weighing in there uh, to say that uh, really, I mean, you can't expect to buy me Nando's and then I'm, I'm an artist, I've written a song and I've, I've put in the work and then you expect to now have ownership. And here we also uh, see implications being around, uh, you know, the proceeds that comes with you having to go perform that song, uh, the airplays and everything in between. It brings us to uh, the T in terms of you uh, knowing what you're getting yourself into as an artist. Uh, what do you make of this particular back and forth and the debate that has been started here around ownership of the artist and the songs that they t- tend to record? Okay. Uh, uh, firstly, I must say that uh, maybe my producer is right, maybe my producer is wrong. So in my own view, I think my producer is wrong. The reason why I'm saying my producer is wrong mm-hmm. is saying that if you come to his studio, uh, record your song, it means the song belongs to him. Uh, that is not right because remember, now many artists pay a fee to go to a studio to record. Uh, maybe you're going to find a person paying 500 uh, in order to record at your studio. So the way my producer said, it means that if now I go to my producer studio, I pay him 1,000 rand to record the song. So it means that my producer is going to say that the song belongs to him. But then we must remember that I paid. So I don't think it is right because you're going to end up listening now. now. Mm. It's me. I'm an upcoming artist. I go there. So I make the song, the song blew out and people love it. The song started making money and my person is going to say that this song belongs to him. So you can see that this thing is not a win-win situation. Yeah. Uh, many artists are going to lose their songs. They're going to lose their rights because now, as you know, if I'm an upcoming artist, I need an exposure. So when a celebrity comes, I go there and record. But then... uh. At the, late, at the late stages, you're going to hear an upcoming artist saying that I got robbed, uh, that song belongs to me. So I think this kind of situation are the things that create this, uh, uh, this um, a big circle of people arguing. So I don't think Mapursa put it the thing, uh, the way he put it, the situation. He is not right because we must remember that other artists to record at his studio, they pay. So I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. then uh, what I I think it, it is mm. wrong. I, I don't know. I mean, because he, he did not actually 
give us the breakdown of uh, if he's charging uh, for you to get airtime or for you to be in his studio. Uh, but it looked like uh, the way he was saying it, uh, you he you come in, you say, and then he's like, come through, let's record, let's just make some music and, and the likes. And, and then the logistics and, and everything else in between is what then he's alluding to. But also him saying and others even saying that we should not approach uh, this uh, with emotions uh, because at the end of the day it's business right uh, if you are a business person if my business I'm operating my business through these particular parameters and everyone has to follow these parameters whether it works for you it doesn't work for you or it, it works for you doesn't work for me and then that's a, a debate for another day but I want to bring in Semi uh, who's calling us from Dobsonville who also wants to weigh in on uh, this issue here at Maporisa and the developments uh, between you know within the, the music industry uh, Semi good morning welcome to the show good morning thank you all in defense of Mapurisa, mm. my, my, my aunt was, was in the recording industry, by the way. Mm. She was a backup singer for Tenengusi. Yeah. Now, this is how the music industry works. Mapurisa was referring to artists that do not have anything. Mm. So right now, you are a talented artist. Mm. You, are you, don't have money. you don't have money. You've got nothing. You just have a, you, you to, just have lyrics and a song uh, that has yeah. the potential to be a hit. You only have a team, mm. right? You only have a demo disc. You go yeah. to the record company. You're gonna use the equipment. They're gonna buy you clothes mm. because at that time you don't have anything. That's that's what normally happens mm. with this artist, this upcoming artist. You you're gonna use the studio time. Mm. They're gonna hire a studio. They're gonna handle the administration. They're going to increase the marketing and the distribution. Mm. Right? You don't have anything. We're not talking about artists that are already established. Yeah. That's what Mapuri is referring to. Now, pe- we know social media. People have this thing of cancel culture. They just crush <laughs> it. They don't ask questions. And let's not even forget Prince KB doesn't even have a grade 12. Oh. <laughs> oh. They just crush. They, they just have well, to be why cheap. why are you playing the man now? Why are you taking it there? Because no, no. So, so what is it is it a matter of you maybe trying to say that he doesn't have an understanding of how the industry works? Because yeah, I, I have I have a grade twelve, I have a post graduate, I'm a postgraduate, but I, I did do not I cannot confidently say I understand what works, how it works in the music industry. Hence it's a learning process every day but it, it doesn't yes. have anything to do with my material. My never yeah. said that, never said that, never said that, never said anything about the established artists. Mm. He was referring to people who don't have anything, who don't have anything to them. Mm. Mm. And that's what it normally works mm. in the music industry, regardless of which country you are in, whether you're in USA, Europe, or any part of the world. If you don't mm. have anything to your name and you're coming to the record company, you're going to use their equipment, they're going to buy you clothes, they're going to buy you a car 
to start to but, 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 why, but why, how do, why does it seem as if it, it's only it's, it's some sort some sort of a, a secretive kind of a thing that happens and we don't get to understand and me and you be on the same page uh, to say that all of these things that I'm doing for you say me you must remember that I'm going to be taking this money off the royalties so everything else that happens in between because it, it appears as if artists then get into or when it's, it's they're famous now it's as if they're confused as to why do we find ourselves here we dying poor a point in case what happened with Zahara uh, where to date then you find with DJ's boo still being blamed uh, for having siphoned money out of Zah- yeah. Zahara uh, maybe yeah. probably others would say it was her not understanding how the industry works and what was expected of her when she came into this place so honesty in this in this place then would uh, play a crucial role that's the thing that's the thing mm. that people don't read mm. this upcoming artist do not read recording contract but we get excited if by have, the if, fame if you, if you have seen a recording contract i've seen it myself mm. life is the size of a bible yeah you must read you mm. must read everything don't to assume that tea. you know something yeah. don't assume that because you know english then you know how to, how to interpret recording contracts no mm. if it means that you have to take it to legally bought so they can inter- interpret it for you. <laughs> because that's yeah. the jargon in there. Zahara wasn't robbed. Because if she was indeed robbed, why didn't she go to the attorneys? Open a case and we would have seen like a, yeah, an I mean, entire... I mean, yeah. if, if you are indeed robbed, why didn't she go to the, to, to the authorities? Mm-hmm. And another thing, I hear people saying that her music was being screened. Her album was being screened 90 million times. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. You know, the thing with, with, with screaming, ne? Yeah. Say your, your album, your song has been screamed 20 million times. When it comes to screaming services, ne? Yeah. And your song is being screamed, for every scream, you are getting paid 30, 30 cents. Uh, so it doesn't translate into the million, uh, when, when yeah. we are streaming into millions. It for, every, yeah. for every screen, you're getting paid 30 cents. Now you take 30 cents, you times it by, by what? By 19 million. Uh-huh. So you take 30 cents, you, t- you times it by a million, for example. It gives you something like 10,000 rents, right? Uh-huh. You times uh-huh. it by 19, that's 190,000 rents. Out of that 20,000 rents, the distribution campaign, which is soon in case of Razahar, they have to take their share, uh-huh. which is 75%. And then they give Spoo, TS records, 25%. Mm-hmm. And then Spoo has to pay Zahara out of that 25%. Now the artist at the end of the day, because everything is being handled by the company, she's just an artist. Because of the contract that she signed, mm-hmm. that she didn't read, she ended up getting, getting paid a lower amount of money. That's what I'm saying. People must have. Yeah. That, Don't that, assume that you know. Yeah, that's why Monday, we often hear then that all of these artists are dying poor because of not having yeah, they, read between they the don't lines. Read. Yeah. They don't read. They must stop going around bad-mouthing people. No. Just fault. get a lawyer, hey, you know, take it to the lawyers and, and, and something. You, you don't even I mean? need to get a lawyer. Go to legally board. They'll do mm. this thing for you for free. Or first legal clinic yeah. or legal resource center. They do these things for you for free. Yeah, there are always those clauses, Muna, that are hidden, and it's those like, are the ones. Eh? 
It's like this thing. It's like simple employment contracts. People don't read the employment contract. You know about this video of a woman from spa pleasuring mm. herself. Yeah. And then she ended up being fired. Mm. And then the next thing, so she, but people on social media are angry. No, they shouldn't have fired me. No, she brought the company into disrepute. She feeling herself doing her own thing wearing a spa uniform. Mm. The next thing, she got fired. People are, people are being outraged. No, spa has every right to fire her. Because she brought the company to support. That's why this days, if you're working for a company where you have to wear a uniform, when you resign, they'll tell you that bring back a uniform. Because they know that the next thing you will be an ex employee, you going you'll be going to the taverns with their uniform. Even when you knock off, there's a clause in the contract that says, When you knock off, please take off our uniform. So people must read contracts. Read. Yeah. If you don't yeah. understand it, take it to the elite board for them to to interpret it for you for free. Yeah. Semi, uh, thank you very much, man, for the call. Sure. Sure, man. Semi calling us there uh, from Dobsonville. I want us to wrap it up, uh, Matumi. Uh, I mean, really, this is a lesson learned. Uh, to each and every artist, but not just artists alone, everybody, even if you're going into an interview or you're joining a company, uh, it's it's always wise uh, to read between the lines, like what uh, Semi was saying here, uh, the take it to legal aid, uh, the, there's, there's always uh, someone that is willing to help uh, in, in this particular regard, because we, we hear artists often uh, dying uh, poor here, Matumi. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it is <laughs> Oh, like uh, the uh, you shared a good idea. Like now, I uh, I see it with another eye. I now mm. understand why artists die poor. It means that uh, they don't read contracts. They don't mm. understand anything about music. So eh, it is sad. But then I think maybe it's going to be right if uh, uh, the people who uh, send them they must just explain to them or. Uh, this is how it's gonna work. If we make a uh, one thousand rand, you're going to get two hundred. All the money we gonna use, uh, we're gonna use it for marketing. It was gonna be easy because you know that at the end of the day, when I work, I get paid the two hundred rand. So yeah. I think uh, the big artists or the companies they must just explain to artists or this is how it's gonna work. So it's gonna yeah. be easy. Yeah, most definitely honesty as well and uh, an honest approach to a business and how then uh, we relate uh, would go a long way in this regard. But do your homework as well. Uh, don't just be clouded by fame and uh, people praising you every day and then it clouds mm-hmm. and it, it closes your eyes uh, to the exploitation or whatever uh, that may come uh, to work against you. Uh, I want us to leave it here, Matomi Muna. I thank you very much for giving us your time. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Awesome. Matumi coming through there as an entertainment commentator, uh, giving us a sense of the latest developments within uh, this particular space. Uh, so this is a feature uh, that we are trying to solidify uh, so that we can also give you a sense and break a bit from the politics and everything else that really would stress us out and just go into light conversations. Uh, that's uh, what we uh, tend to bring you on Fridays. Uh, hence, we go into sports, we go into to entertainment and just about now we're going to be going into our candid corner and this morning we get to know Zonaka.
You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.